When you take a look at it, going beyond the book means that you actually put pen to paper. You take action because there's only so much that you can learn from reading, but there's way more that you can learn from doing. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios, and we are at episode number 166. 166 episodes here on the podcast. And the title is Expertise in Sales is Beyond the Book. It's beyond the book. So huge shout out to uh, Mr. Roland Frazier. Mr. Roland Frazier is an awesome dude. And uh, he coined this phrase in Austin, Texas. So like I like to give credit where credit's due. Uh, it drives me nuts when I see people take content that I developed and they're like, look at this. I developed it. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. I started that 10 years ago. But uh, I want to give credit where credit's due. Roland Frazier uh, coined this phrase. Is be, you know, at some point your learning is beyond the book. And the reason I bring this up is there is a point where learning becomes fractional. And uh, my, my first mentor, Dr. Kevin Hogan, said, Scott, if you read five books on a subject and you take really good notes, you have the equivalency of an expertise. And so, like, you know, me, Mr. Overachiever, Mr. OCD, I, I built out a crazy library and I, I've got a ton of books and some of them I haven't read. A lot of them I haven't read. A lot of them I have. A lot of them I haven't. And so, I don't know. I've got like 2,000 books in my library. Um, and prior to 2011, I made it my mission to read every book on sales I can get my hands on. And I'm talking quite a few. Yeah. As of late, probably not so much because uh, some of the stuff out there is just garbage. Some of it is just a, a business card. It's more of a card than a book, and it's a rehashing of information. And I'm going to say that this happens in every industry. This happens uh, just about everywhere that you go. So at some point, books don't help you. They don't. At some point, the training manual, which is a book, doesn't help you. And so you have to, you have to move on. You have to go and actually work stuff out in the field because there's no substitute for real life. Most books are a simulation. And I want to, uh, I want to give you a secret that most books are really an entry point to life training. Most books are really a way for you to climb up the ascension model. Okay, well, you don't understand 100% of what I'm saying in this book. You can buy this $2,000 course. Well, you don't understand everything that's in the $2,000 course. You can, join, you can join my private coaching program. You don't get everything you need out of my private coaching program. You can get what you need out of some one-to-one -one training. And so it's meant to bring you in at 10 or 15 bucks. It's meant to get you to the next level to a $500 course or a $1,000 course, which is meant to get you into a next level, which is a $10,000 or $15,000 mastermind. And then what's meant to get you into a $100,000 training or whatever the math plays out to be. Uh, you know, I look at it this way. There's, there's multiple ways for you to hear something. There's multiple ways to get ideas. And there is a, a website called Notion, Notion.so, I think is what it is off the top of my head. Rome, Rome, Rome note-taking is, is what this is. And you can take notes inside and link information 
and and go back and forth and, and find content. Now, they didn't have this when I started reading business books and sales books in 2001, and I wish that they did because I've got all sorts of journals. And the reason that I'm saying is expertise is beyond sales books. Uh, expertise in sales is beyond the book is there's a point where you're learning becomes real life. And, and I'm going to warn you that sometimes you, you look at sales movies and you're like, that's how I should act. And so I look at Wolf of Wall Street like an entertainment movie, not necessarily sales training. I look at Tommy Boy as a parody of what sales is really like. And there are some scenes in there that like salespeople should pay attention to, <laughs> like the crash and burn scene when when <laughs> when Tommy crashes the car on the guy's desk and lights it on fire because I've done stupid stuff like that in presentations. And then there's the guarantee uh, towards the end when they're walking through the factory and and Tommy's selling his his uh, brake pads and he's talking about guarantees and what you can do with guarantees on a box. I mean, those are all real deals. Those are all you know things that happen in the sales process or when when uh, Tommy gets in a fight and he just wants to buy chicken for, for lunch and the kitchen's closed and he I, I talks the lady into to making chicken for him. Okay. So those those epiphanies are real and some of some of the things are are close to what happens in sales and some of them aren't. So I want to give you some concepts and places where that you can get training from and still be beyond the book, but get the right direction for you to close some sales and make some things happen. And so here are some places that you can learn from. And I'm going to say not all of these are going to be easy. They're going to sound easy, but they're not going to be easy. So you can interview experts live. And some of these people you might have to pay. You might have to, to do something interesting to get them on the phone because they may not want to talk to you. So if you can get a hold of a live expert who's written a book, maybe you can interview them for a podcast episode or tell them what you're up to and that you like their book and you had a couple of clarification points that you wanted to learn about their product or their service. And I will tell you, you depending upon the person, if, if you think through, like, here's the three questions that I wish I could ask you live and you type out the three questions, sometimes people are gracious and they'll get back to you. Um, sometimes they'll invite you to do a Zoom call. Sometimes people will ignore you and sometimes like out of the blue, they'll be like, why don't you just do an interview with me and I'll turn it into something that we could use later. And that's cool too. Okay. You could do write alongs and writing along with salespeople works in two, two ways. Whenever I do a write along, I, I look for what somebody's doing right. And I also look what, for somebody, a way for someone to improve. I don't necessarily say that they're doing it wrong. It's just a way for them to get better at what they do. And what you focus on in a ride along is really what you're going to learn from. So if you're like, well, I'm going to look for all the things that somebody's doing wrong, you're going to only spot wrong. If you're looking for red flags, you're going to find them. Just like if you're looking for green flags, you're going to find green flags too. So on a ride along, you know, you're looking for the good and the bad. You're looking for what somebody does. And when, when I do ride alongs and somebody says, Hey Scott, will you run this call? I tell them, I say like, look, <clears throat> I want you to not listen to what I'm saying, but how I'm saying it. Listen to how I talk to people. Listen to the the, the pitch, the tone, the cadence, the the interaction, how it feels more than what I'm saying. And so if you're if you're learning and you're like if you're sitting there and you're like, hey, I want to learn from other salespeople, this is probably one of the biggest mistakes that I make is uh, when when new salespeople ride with veterans, 
they'll say things like, I'm, I'm saying everything that that sales guy said, I'm just not getting the same results. And if you, if you've ever listened to any of my podcast episodes, I love saying it's not a sales call, it's a performance. And what happens is when somebody's brand new is what they're saying doesn't hit target. They're saying the wrong, the right thing, but they're saying it wrong. They're saying the right words, but it's not being enunciated correctly. The timing is off and it just, it doesn't feel right. The setup isn't there. The interaction isn't there. And and so you got to get your repetitions. And for, for salespeople, I say, depending upon the person, it takes about 200 to 400 presentations for sales people to be comfortable in a sales process. Uh, and some people get really nervous before a deal. I get excited. I'm like, yes, I get to perform. I get to perform. Okay. So learning beyond the book comes from role play. And, you know, I, I'm amazed at how often salespeople say, I want to be the best. Okay. I'll be in front of a room and let's say there's 40 people in there. I'm like, who wants to be the best at what they do? Everybody raise your hand. And I'll say, okay, um, if you've role played in the last week, raise your hand. If you've role played in the last month, raise your hand. If you role played in the last six months, raise, raise your hand. You know, we go through this exercise and then I have people hold up their hand and say, what's your closing rate? Who's got a 30% closing rate? Who's got a 40% closing rate? And I will tell you right now, there is a correlation. There is a 100% correlation between personal practice and making deals happen. Now, there are there are closers who are like, like you know, I've put in enough reps. I don't need to role play. And there's closers that I know that at the drop of a hat, they'll go, let's go over sales basics. That's how I close deals. It's not the trick shots. It's not the amazing things. It's, it's sales basics. It's how I do what I need to do. On this list, you can interview people. And I'm not talking about people in your field. I'm talking about uh, just interviewing people in general because most sales processes are an interview. And so if you can get really good at interviewing people and asking really good questions, then it's going to help you out in your sales process. And this is something that a book can't teach you. There's, there's a few books out there on interviews and, and what it really comes down to is just like anything else, you got to put in the reps. You got to, you're beyond the book. You're, you're into a skill, you're into a talent that you have to do live. You can go and you can look and read online reviews. You can gain some insights from online reviews and, and ask and see how people are, are interacting and see what they do. If you really want to go beyond the book and you want some sales training processes, then look to drama movies. Look, look to movies at the height of tension and the questions or the statement that somebody makes. Because if you're looking for a word track and you're looking for a way to say something differently, it's not necessarily going to come from sales training. It's not going to come from a book. It's not going to come from rebuttals. It's going to come from somebody outside in the real life, in the real world saying, here's how I would say this. Here's, here's what's going on. <clears throat> One of my greatest examples that I can give you is a Jeremy Renner movie. And I think it's Wind River. And it, it's this story about a guy who is trying to track down a killer. And he says one of the greatest lines that I've ever used inside of a presentation when somebody is completely confused or they're going the wrong route. And here is the line. You don't understand what's going on because you're trying to make sense out of nonsense. And I, like the second that I heard that, I was watching it, I think on Netflix or Amazon. And I, I paused the movie and I watched that like three or four times. And I've got a cheat sheet where I put phrases into. And that was one of them. You're, you're, you're struggling because you're trying to make sense out of nonsense. 
And they're like, there's a million different ways to say it, but I'm giving you the gist. But it was at a high tension point of the movie, and I was like, this is fantastic. I am going to use this inside of a presentation. And the first time that I did it, I flubbed it up. The first time that I said it was not very good. The second time that I did it, I was like, okay, now I'm on track. And then the third time I did it, it's like I've already done it two or three times or, you know, two times inside of a, a, with, a, with a buyer or inside of an appointment. I'm going to, to use it again. So, you know, the, the basic gist of it is you're trying to make sense out of nonsense. And, you know, there's going to be multiple ways that you could say it. You could modify it slightly. You can modify it aggressively. But that's really where it comes from. I, I just want to let you know that there becomes a point where you're more procrastinating than anything else. And I see this as a form of people trying to get away from rejection. That if you're looking for the perfect way to do it, you never have to be rejected. And the truth is, is we all get rejected. We all do. Even even I get rejected. I'm not 100% closer. And I tell you that because I, I want you to take solace in knowing that like I'm not trying to project to be something that I'm not. You know, I still screw up on sales presentations. I still miss deals. There's probably deals that I've missed in the last month that I should have closed that, you know, I screwed up on. I'm, I'm, I'm working towards perfection. When you, when you look at doctors, doctors have practices. They don't, they don't call them a business. They call it a practice because they're practicing. And, and I look at sales the same way. We're all practicing. But the, the question is, how much are you practicing and what are you doing to get beyond the book? And, and, you know, when you're brand new, you need that book, you need that training guide. And then after that, you need your own set of skills, you need your own strategies, you know, you need your own capabilities, you need your own way of doing it. So beyond the book is a little bit different for everybody. Because your skill level may not be at my skill level, my skill level may not be at your skill level. I'm, I'm okay with it mentioning that. You know, I'm, I don't have the corner and all good ideas. I, I got quite a few of them. I, and, and I talk about them a lot. But for you, the question, the, the real question for you in the next 24 hours is what are you going to do to be on the book in sales training? What are you going to do to be on the book in your entrepreneurial process? You know, what comfort zone are you going to have to step out of it to make it happen? Who are you going to have to talk to? What questions are you going to have to ask? What kind of role play are you going to have to do? You know, what, what event are you going to have to miss out on? So today, I really wanted to go to the beach. You know, I, I really wanted to go smell the salt air. I wanted to go smell the ocean. That's my haven. That's my safe spot. That's what I love. If I can make it to the beach, oh my goodness. OMG. <laughs> OMG. I love the beach. But I wanted to make sure that I had a certain amount of episodes on the How to Sell show out by the end of the year. And so, you know, for me, I'm like, okay, a sacrifice is to not go to the beach today because I'll be out on Oahu in, in uh, 14 days. I can go to the beach all I want while I'm out on Oahu. I can go to the beach all I want while I'm out in Hawaii. So I, I gave up. I gave up going to the beach. I gave up going to San Francisco today to get you this episode. And please understand, that's not a guilt trip. I'm just pointing out that in order for you to be beyond the book, there's going to have to be things that you walk away from. You know, uh, I want to say 10 years ago, my friends would call me and say, hey, come out, meet us at the bar. Because I, I have a friend that owns a bar. And I would show up at the bar and I would hang out for an hour. And then after an hour, I'd pull out books and start reading. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? Look, there's all sorts of attractive women. There's all sorts of fun to be had here. I'm like, look, I allotted, you know, an hour to come hang out with you guys. And then after that, it's, I got to jump into the book. I got to jump into the training. I got to jump into the session. I, I liked hanging out with you, but I'm going to give up some of my time of hanging out with you to perpetuate my life. And I give you this example for a reason. 
that as people look at you and they see you leveling up, they're going to try to pull you down. And you, you, don't get me wrong, there's going to be people that congratulate you, but the people who are going to pull you down are the people who have regrets and say, I wish I would have done that, or I wish I could have, I wish I would go to, to, to business doing these things. A high encouragement for me is I believe that you can do it. You've listened to me for roughly 15 minutes on this episode of the How to Sell Show, maybe 16. And it's, it's an encouragement that you have the skills, you have the capability, you just need the enhancement. And there's a point where it takes you putting pen to paper effort. You, you have to do these things live. You have to go beyond the book to make deals happen. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.